Let me blow your mind for just a moment. What if I told you that there is $5 billion, that's right, $5 billion with a B out there that will pay for you to go to college debt-free? I know this can seem totally shocking because all over the news you can see it. People are graduating every semester overloaded in debt that they will be paying off for 10 to 20 years. This doesn't have to be you, and it won't be after this episode. No matter if you are a future student, current student, or the parent of a student, this episode is going to show you how you can get a piece of this large sum of money to use toward your further education. Taking out a loan to go to school is a total pastime, not necessary, when there are so many organizations and communities that are looking to hand out money to pay for your school. So let's jump in so you can get started today. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what's going on? Hopefully everyone's having a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Uh, It is time for part three of this four-part series, all about getting you ready to go for a stress-free college experience. So this is a stress-free college saving series. Um, and the, the last two weeks have been focused solely on, uh, really the, the, the prepping. Um, and then last week focusing a lot on execution of how you can go to school, uh, completely debt-free, and today I'm just going to sort of add on to that and go a little bit deeper into one of the things that I talked about last week. Um, and today's episode is all about taking advantage of a free $5 billion in college money that's out there. Uh, and you can absolutely take advantage of it. Uh, no matter who you are, where you come from, you can take advantage of all this free college money that's out there. Uh, I want to reiterate the simple fact that getting through college debt-free is 100% possible the, the news is going to tell you that you, you know, the student loans, you know, and then, and then student loans, the only way to go to college and people are going to tell you that people, and that's not true. It's absolutely a thousand percent not true. It's actually further from the truth than you can ever imagine. And it's not as hard as some believe. Uh, and today I'm going to go over that and you will be able to take advantage of this free money that's out there. That's right. $5 billion of free money that's out there. And it's up to you if you want to take advantage of it, honestly, like it's truly up to you. There's nobody keeping you from it. Uh, you are the only person that's standing in between you and, I mean, $5 billion in college money. So um, student loans are, are out there. Uh, it's become a total chaotic nightmare that is causing for students uh, graduating school just to find themselves in debt. It's not where you want to be. And after this series is complete, most definitely, um, but even up till now, if you start implementing the things from the first part, uh, and the second part, and now after this, you will be on your way to a debt-free college degree, and that is what you absolutely want. So what is this free money that I'm speaking of? If that caught your attention, perfect. That's what I want to do because it is free money for you to take advantage of. So what is it that I'm talking of? Well, you guessed it, scholarships. Scholarships is all about free money from a multitude of different avenues that you can most definitely take advantage of. So scholarships are um, free money that that they're all individual of each other. 
each scholarship will have its its own requirements that need to be completed in order for you to earn that scholarship specifically. Uh, but what is it, right? Like, what is a scholarship? You hear all these things talk about go and get scholarships, go and there's scholarship money out there, go and do. But what is it? What is a scholarship? Well, I want to define that first. So I want you to think of scholarships in it's all of its entirety uh, as a job market, right? I want you to visualize this, close your eyes, visualize. Scholarships is a job market. Each scholarship out there is going to represent an employer. And that employer wants the best candidate to represent their company their organization. Uh, they want the best. They, they don't want us. They don't want the second best. Like they want the best every single time. Um, and some employers are in the business sector. Some employers are in a technology sector. Some are engineers, some are in the military, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's tons of employers out there and they all want to hire the best candidates. So now let's put that as a scholarship market because this is the exact same. There are tons of scholarships out there. Every scholarship has some type of committee that determines who the recipient of that scholarship is. And that's the employer in this case. And they want their recipient of that scholarship to be the very best candidate that that they can find to, to receive that scholarship. Some of these are going to be designed all around because uh, it's depending on the, the, the market, right? Depending on, like I said, some are business, some of these jobs are business, some of them are technology, et cetera, et cetera. They all have a different skill set. So the, the same goes for the scholarship market. They all, every scholarship has a different skill set it's looking for. Some of them are going to be designed for uh, students that excel academically. Some of them are going to be um, all about, did they or did they not or did a parent or something receive uh, or do military service? Uh, some are going to be designed specifically for athletes. Some are going to be designed for those that have put in a thousand hours plus of community service. Some of those are going to be for leaders in their community or in their high school or, or whatever. There's going to be a different skill set that's necessary to get that scholarship. So that's that's how this and the job market are very much similar. You, you are the potential employee that's applying for these jobs, i.e. scholarships, and many are going to apply for that same job. Many of them are. And you've got to put your best foot forward uh, so that you can land that job. It's competitive. It's very, very competitive because, uh, I mean, it's $5 billion. Everyone wants to go to school. Uh, but, I mean, in the same way that you can get a job, you can get a scholarship. So, Today, I'm going to go over these different types of scholarships that are out there, uh, where you can find them, and more importantly, uh, some tips that are out there so that you can apply and find success when you're doing it. Uh, so let's get to it. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait, do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor 
That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So first up is the types of scholarships that are out there. Um, the I'm going to hit, really, there's there's four, technically, technically there's four overarching um, types of scholarships that are out there. Uh, the first I want to hit up is government scholarships. So these are provided by the federal government, and they're actually probably the least known about, I, I know, because most people, when they think of federal um federal government, they're thinking of like grant money, they're thinking about that type of thing. However, there actually are scholarships uh, afforded by the federal government as well. And so I wanted to approach them first because they are the least known. These scholarships are typically offered by federal agencies like the Department of Transportation, uh, Department of Energy, Institute of Health, etc, etc. These scholarships normally translate to a very high need job that the federal government sees, uh, and and they they want people to go out and get trained in these fields so that they can come back and potentially work for the federal government. Uh, therefore, they are quite specialized normally. Uh, but if you can find one that fits what you are studying, these are a great option since they're not as known about. That can decrease the amount of competition needed to acquire one of those scholarships and that could be just right up your alley to get involved and get plugged in on some free money provided by a government scholarship so the second type of scholarship that's out there um, these are uh, scholarships that are offered by a college now this is probably the number one spot everyone looks for scholarships so they do become very competitive these are, uh, like I stated, they're, they're offered by your college that you're, that you're planning on attending. And the best place to find these are on the college that you're attending's website or that you plan on attending's website. And they could be a variety of types of scholarships. They could be academic, community service, athletic, a needs-based scholarship, uh, an employer and military scholarship, and ho- scholarships that are based off just hobbies and extracurricular activities that you're interested in. Uh, but the main thing, like I stated at the very beginning, the main thing about these scholarships that are offered as a school scholarship, the main thing is that many, many students apply to these. I'm, I'm telling you, it's probably the number one place people look for scholarships, and it will most definitely be the most competitive to acquire. Now, does that mean that you should not apply? Well, of course not. You should still apply. You should apply for all of these things. You should apply for any federal uh any federal government scholarships you get or that you're, uh, that you're, you're, you qualify for, you're eligible for, you should apply for all the school scholarships that you qualify for. Competitive does not mean that you should turn your back on it because what if you're the most competitive? What if you have a lot that you bring to the table? You could easily get those scholarships and by not applying, it only allows you to not be in the pool of candidates that could acquire that scholarship. So the third type of scholarship are organizational scholarships. These are private scholarships that are offered by organizations all across the nation. Uh, they vary in dollar amount vastly. I mean, it could be a $500 scholarship up to a $25,000 scholarship. Very much vastly different in, in the amount of money, uh, monetary value of these scholarships. Um, and that that can also make it vary in competitiveness. That can make it... Uh, make it where there's there's a vast a vast amount of candidates that are going after it um and 
but ultimately there's no short of quantity of these. There's a ton out there. There's a ton that you can get plugged in on. Scholarship provided from Coca-Cola or Google or Walmart or Microsoft or McDonald's or anybody else. There's tons out there. These are just some examples. And and obviously the, the companies that I just stated are, are these big corporate companies, right? But but there's also big companies, corporate companies that are less in the public eye. And these could offer a solid hidden gem for you for a um, monetarily big scholarship that could have less competition. So plug in on those, look for them, get after them. But those are other ones. Those are organizational scholarships. Those are those are scholarships that are provided by an organization. And then lastly, the last type of scholarship are personal scholarships. So personal scholarships, uh, these are offered by individuals, families, uh, and they normally are left as memorial for someone when someone passes or a family that wants to give back to a community that that uh, a, a family member was involved in highly. Uh, this could be some a family that wants to see uh, network engineers excel. And so they have a scholarships directly funding network engineers. I mean, th that's just a, a broad example, but they're out there to, there, there's some kind of incentive that a family or a person, uh, or, or private entity would like to provide an, money for a aspiring, you know, college student to go out and achieve a certain, uh, route type if you so in, if you so choose uh, but it's very very important that you you look for these and I say that because of this these are a great option and should be highly considered and they are normally very very dependent on interviews references and things of that nature these are very personal scholarships um, so the family or the scholarship community, they really want a good representative of the person that receives these honorary scholarships. So very important. Go look for these. Go find them in your communities. Go find them in your states. Go find them wherever it is that you're going to school. Look for these and seek these out. Um, the great part about this type of scholarship is that you you do have to search them out. Like they're not normally just right there, right in front of your face, like a Coca-Cola scholarship would be. Um, but that offers a very, very keen advantage because you have to search them out. They may not be posted online. And this gives you a good foot in the door. If you do happen to run across one of these. So very important, very important to dig in, very important to really look out for these type of scholarships. Um, as, all of these are, have, have their own, you know, pros and cons that are out there. So just to recap, you have your federal, uh, your government scholarships, you have school scholarships, you have organizational scholarships and personal scholarships. Those are the four main types of scholarships that are out there and being able to apply across the board and, and, and really, really giving yourself an, a nice, um, a nice variety of, of scholarship applications out there can really boost your chances of, uh, of acquiring one of those. So where to find them, right? Uh, we've gone over all of these types of scholarships and you're probably like, okay, I mean, I got it. I mean, I, I got, there's four types of scholarships and I got that I, I need to make sure that I'm applying to all types of scholarships. 
Um, you know, I, I, I need to, to balance myself out across there, but where do I go find these things? Well, I got your answer. Don't worry. So where do you find them? Uh, well, I'm going to go over, there's four main online, uh, databases that you can search through uh, to find scholarships. They all provide their own really niche or uh, benefit one over the other type of thing. But I would tell you, go out and search these things and try them all out. You need to find all the scholarships that you qualify for and apply for those. If you qualify, apply. And that's the main the main takeaway uh, from when you're, you're going out and looking for these things. So the first one, is FastWeb. So FastWeb claims, uh, their main thing is they claim to take the search out of searching for scholarships. Um, what they do, what they sort of, uh, their little niche is that they pair each student with scholarships that are based on the student's qualifications and interest, right? So they house a variety of, of, of things from house, uh, from scholarships to grants to internships. So a very broad, um, broad database out there. They've got about 1.5 million scholarships worth about $3.4 billion just on fast web alone, hundred percent free, no extra cost. Okay. And that's a key thing. You should not be paying to apply for scholarships. If someone's asking you for money to apply for a scholarship, just turn away. You should not be paying to apply for a scholarship. Okay. Okay. So the next spot. So fast web is number one, pretty popular, pretty popular site. You saw $3.4 billion in scholarships, about 1.5 million in their database. So pretty popular spot. Uh, the next one is career one stop. Okay, Career One Stop is sponsored by the U.S. Department of Labor, and that's because they don't just act as a scholarship database. There's a ton of information. If you're watching this live, you can see it on the screen, a little screenshot of their website. There's a ton of information and, and stuff that they've got in terms of their, their database. So they only have about 8,000 scholarships, right? So 8,000 versus 1.5 million on FastWeb. You can see there's a vast difference uh, in there, but there's tons of other resources on Career One Stop that's worth looking at. So I wanted to stick it in here uh, because they, they're not just a scholarship place. They're a one-stop shop for almost anything job related. So go check out the website, uh, Career One Stop. Like I said, it is sponsored by the U.S. Department of Labor. Uh, tons of good information in there. Plus, if there are some scholarships in there, um, there, there, it's not one of the popular sites. I guess you can say, quote unquote. So, probably in there is some scholarships that if you can qualify for them, uh, you may be able to get a slightly less competitive scholarship out there to apply for in the process. Okay, the next one, scholarships.com. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this is probably the most popular scholarship website out there, scholarships.com. So you fill out a profile on this website, their little niches, it sort of does uh, like FastWeb does. It matches you with uh, scholarships that you may be qualified for. So uh, the scholarships, all scholarships on scholarships.com are vetted to be legit and no cost to apply. So they have a whole team that is dedicated to making sure that scholarships are valid, uh, first and foremost, and that they're legit. So the reason why I say it's the most popular is because they offer about 3.7 million scholarships in their database. Uh, so that's over double 
of what FastWeb is, you know, can offer. So scholarships.com is a huge site, uh, tons of scholarships, all vetted to be legit, no cost to apply. So a very good spot to look. But you have to remember, if everyone is searching in the same database, there's tons of people looking at the same stuff. So get out there early, uh, start applying for scholarships because uh, there will be tons of people looking on scholarships.com. I'm telling you now, it is the most popular website out there for scholarships. So uh, get out there, get after it, apply to scholarships, and I'll get over some tips in just a little bit. So I'm not going to jump into that currently, but that website is a huge database, tons of uh, scholarship opportunities out there. So just jump on them uh, and start looking today. The last one I want to throw in there also is not a huge scholarship. Um, pool they do offer about the same as FastWeb. they offer about 1.9 million scholarships but the one thing i wanted to make sure that i threw in there about peterson's scholarship so so peterson scholarships is the the fourth one um what i wanted to throw in there for is that they do offer a ton of prep for multiple exams that you may encounter from uh act to sat uh, to to if you're going to do an ASFAB for the military, uh, to the GRE, to anything, there's tons of pr uh, test prep in there. Uh, so it's more than just a great resource for scholarships. It's also a great resource just for prepping for these standardized tests that are out there that you may or may not be required to take. Uh, they do offer is about $50 a month uh, for your test prep subscription, but you can go through and once you pay that monthly, you can go through and utilize their their sources of information for all of these different preps that you may encounter. So worth getting out there, worth jumping on, especially if you may be struggling with a uh, achieving a particular ACT or SAT score. Uh, the higher you get on those, obviously, the more competitive you are for academic-based scholarships. Um, they also just look really good when you're applying for other scholarships out there. So if you can, uh, maybe for a couple months, pay your $50 a month. It might be a good return on investment for you with Peterson scholarships. Uh, I'm not a spokesperson for Peterson by any means, but uh, it is worth jumping on if there if it's a great resource for prepping for those exams uh, if, if, need to, if you need to. So the last thing. That I wanted to go over so you know what types of scholarships you know where to go find them I want to show you how you can apply successfully to these scholarships it's very important that you understand all the tips that I'm about to go over because each one is is vital to you not spinning your wheels getting frustrated after getting denial after denial to scholarship all of these things are very important so that you can prosper when it's time to start applying for these scholarships. If you haven't already, maybe you already have. Um, and if you have, take these tips, change how you're approaching them, change how you're knocking these out. Because all this is very important. So the next part, how to apply successfully. Well, the first thing that you can do to successfully get scholarship money is this. Look at your local scholarships first. Okay, this is the starting point. Look for local your local scholarships. Uh, these could be scholarships in your community, your county, your state, and they offer many added benefits as there's normally less competition of you know than those that are all over the web from from Google to Microsoft, you know to whatever to these big name scholarships everybody's applying for. Um, 
think local first. Think local first. You've got it. You've got to look at your what's local to you. Uh, there may be scholarships in your community that you 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 might have ties to the to the family that that runs the scholarship. Maybe they know you. Maybe they know who you are. Maybe they know your character. Maybe they know your work ethic. And all of a sudden, you have your foot in the door on that scholarship money. So it's very important that you look at that. But as a huge starting point is to go talk to local high school, your, your local high school counselor or other local high school counselors to see what information is out there. Uh, going Mary, that's G-O-I-N-G-M-E-R-R-Y.com is also a great website to check out local scholarships. So give that a shot. Um, definitely worth looking at, but you've got to think local first. All these local scholarships are a huge benefit added when it comes to being successful when applying for scholarships. Number two, you've got to meet the deadlines laid out by the scholarship committee. There are a ton of deadlines. Maybe you have to have your application submitted by this time. Maybe you have to have your, your references submitted by this time. Maybe you have to have your essay submitted by this time. There may be multiple deadlines or maybe just one deadline. But if you miss a deadline, you're most likely, I'm going to say, I, I would almost say this is as close to 100% as you can get, not going to get the scholarship because you have to look at it from the context of the scholarship committee. The people are giving you free money to go to school. If you don't show that you're responsible enough to, you know, during just an application process to submit your application and all of your required documentation on time, why would they give you $5,000 in free money to go to college? You're, you're probably going to treat your assignments in college just like you had treated your scholarship application. I mean, it's, it's very, it's very equatable. And, and if you're not, if you're not taking the, the application process seriously, I would highly doubt that they would ever give you a scholarship uh, to just go to college and not take college seriously. Because you have to remember, there's tons of people out there applying for these scholarships, and there's somebody out there that is showing that they're extremely responsible, that they're all about getting their stuff put in on time, quality quality products, um, and, and that's the type of people that scholarship committees are going to flock to to provide free money to go to school. There's $5 billion out there. There's a ton of scholarship committees. You've got to convince a couple. Like that's all you have to do is convince a couple. Okay. Next thing. So don't miss your deadlines. You got it. Early is on time. On time is late. That's important to know. Early is on time. On time is late. So be a week early at a minimum, a week early. Next thing, gather your application materials early. So the reason for this is because if you're trying to do this all last minute, we all know how that goes. It ends up looking very sloppy. You end up having your, you know, if it, if it requires you to have very nice presented references, maybe this is a mail-in application, maybe this is an online application, your essay that you have to write is all messed up. Um, don't leave your application looking sloppy. So gather all these materials early so that you know for a fact that everything is very well presented. It's very professional looking. You're, you're um, applying early. You're showing that you're responsible. You're showing that you're a professional. Uh, and this is the type of people that scholarship committees are going to want to give free money to. So present yourself like that. And speaking of looking sloppy, look at your social media. This is a very important thing. It is becoming more and more common for committees to look at your social media to determine if they want to give you a scholarship. 
much more common today than it was when, you know, 10 years ago when people were applying. So if you have a ton of, you know, garbage on your social media, that will affect how you um, are viewed by a scholarship committee. You have to remember the people that are looking at your application do not know you. They don't know anything about you. All they know is what they see on your scholarship application. And if they decide to look at your social media, how you carry yourself outside of just what your, your, your quote unquote resume looks like. Right. So it's becoming a huge, uh, common trend. Uh, so go look at your social media, clean up your social media. Um, you really want to ensure that you're in the best light all the time. Professional, uh, that's the type of people that's going to get scholarship money. Those are the type of people that will excel and ensure that they're going to school debt free. So the next thing, don't ignore small scholarships. And this is important. I think this is probably the number one thing that I would really hope that everyone would take away this one. Uh, and then my, my last one, and that's, that's the, these are the two most important in my eyes that are absolutely necessary. Don't ignore small scholarships, big scholarships, those 25 and 50 or whatever thousand dollar scholarships. Those have a ton of competition. Think about it. Every single person wants to catch the big fish. Every single person does. Nobody goes fishing and be like, oh, I want to, I want to catch just the minna. I got, yeah, I'll, I'll just grab the minna. Like I'm good. I'm good with the minna. Nobody does that. Everybody wants the big fish. Everybody wants it. Tons of people are fishing in the same spot looking for that same big fish. The people that tr all try to catch the big fish will possibly, not saying they that they will because somebody's going to get it, but a lot of the, the, the mass majority of them are going to go home hungry. They're going to not eat. They're not going to catch any fish because they all they put all their effort into a couple big fish. The person over there that's fishing, they're catching the little minnows, they're catching the little brim, they're catching the little crappy. Like those are the people that are going to excel. They're going to have plenty to eat. They're going to go home full. Like you've got to go out and you've got to attack the small scholarships. They're very important because these do have the least amount of competition. They do. Like there's this, this is just this is just common, common structure of supply and demand. Those big scholarships have a ton of demand, ton of demand. Um, and you've, you've got, you've, and there's only a couple, there's only a couple big scholarships with a ton of demand. You've got to get over there that those that have a ton of supply, a ton of supply of small scholarships, $500, $200, $1,000, all these little things will add up. I promise you. And they all come with a lower demand. And that's what I want you to take away. That's a very important part. Remember, less competition means higher chances of you obtaining that scholarship. So if you'll go out and you'll apply and you'll get a $1,000, a $500, like maybe the biggest scholarship you get is a $500. Maybe you get a bunch of $500 though. Well, if you watched, if you watched um, last week's episode, you would see that that eats into a lot of how much you could go to school for out of pocket. Like if you, maybe you don't have to, you don't have to work as hard to pull money in the, in the summer to pay your school every, every uh, year. Maybe you don't, maybe there's, there's all you need is some scholarship money. And there's a possibility that this, that you will barely, if anything, have to work to go to school. Um, you may just be working to live and that's very important. You've got to attack all of these small scholarships. Very important. 
and and I'm telling you, it is much more, much more less emotionally draining. What is that? It's it's less emotionally draining. Maybe I just say that it's less emotionally draining to go apply for a lot of small scholarships that you may receive 25% of the ones you apply for or 15% of the ones you apply for versus going after those big ones and you receive 0% of what you apply for. It's a lot of wasted effort is what you're going to feel. You're going to feel a lot of wasted effort. Go attack some of those small, get a couple small wins. Maybe you can start to see how how people are looking. Maybe you can see what you did to be successful with a small one. Uh, and then all of a sudden you go to a big scholarship and you can really apply those same principles to get that bigger scholarship. So just start early, apply to a lot of small scholarships. You will come up with a much higher chance of getting enough money through scholarships to go to school for free. The next thing is you've got to think about the letters of recommendation. I want you to look on the screen. This is not how you should approach your letters of recommendation. So for anybody's listening on podcast, I'm going to read it. Sure. I'll write you a letter of recommendation. What's your name again? Yeah, that that's not who you want to be writing your letter of recommendation. I promise you. So choose wisely, choose wisely by getting letters of recommendation. Uh, you, you're, these people are the ones that are speaking on behalf of your character and your work ethic and those type of things. So you have to choose wisely and who you're picking to do that. Um, I want to tell you this is a tip. Get letters of recommendation that are relatable or that they speak, that you want people that are going to be able to speak on behalf of the subject in which the scholarship applies. That will make your application look better. So uh, if you're if you're applying for a scholarship that that is all about it's all about they want to give back to people that that give back to the community, like tons of community service, go get go talk to the people that that Maybe you're supervised you while you are providing community service. Get those type of people. Look for look for letters of recommendation that directly apply to what it is you're applying for. You could also pick individuals that know about your personal character and academic ability. This should not just be some friend or family member uh, that that you just go pick and be like, yeah, will you write like a letter of recommendation to me? And then you use the same three or four letters of recommendation for every scholarship. That's not the case. Go pick out letters of recommendation uh, personnel that 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 you know directly apply to the scholarships you're applying for. It truly makes your your application look that much better. The next thing is spend extra time on the essay. Okay, so you got to spend time on the essay. This is where you truly make yourself stand out. Um, a couple of ways that you can do that is try to, in, you know, answer the questions in very non-conventional ways. So approach every question and think about it from a way that maybe no one else would think of. You don't ever, you know, 90% of the, the, the people that are writing their, their essays are going to answer, you know, a question exactly the same. You've got to be in that 10% to truly stand out where you're not thinking this conventional way that every other person thinks of. Get creative. Try to think about answering the, the questions in ways that are creative, clever, and that will really make you stand out. Uh, next thing is you have to take this opportunity to brag about yourself. Don't be, a, don't, don't you know, be so self-contained where you don't brag about yourself. This involves, you've got to identify where you're strong. You've got to do, you know, you, what, what do your friends and your family always ask you for help with me? It was computers all my life. People have asked me to help them with their computer. That's a thing. People, people have always just, just reached out. Hey, what about this on a computer? What about this? Everyone asked me for that. So maybe when I'm writing essays, maybe I should really focus on those type of things. Right. Um, 
finances. People ask me about finances. Maybe when I'm writing and I want to brag about myself, I want to talk about finances and the things that I do with the Financial Mirror and coaching uh, people that are out there that need financial assistance and, 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 and coaching to get them through the problem, uh, the problem set that's in front of them. But these are the things that will really give you a niche that will make you a very qualified and perfect recipient of that scholarship. And then the last thing that I wanted to hit is don't give up. Keep trying. You cannot give up. You've got to keep trying. And this is the other thing. Go after the small fish, the small scholarships, that is, and don't give up. Keep trying are the two most important things that I can really, really challenge you to do. Um, you're going to get denied a lot. I didn't say you may get denied a lot. I'm saying you're going to get denied a lot. You're going to apply to a lot of scholarships and you're going to get five to 10% maybe. What you want is you want to keep applying because you may get denied a lot, but the more you apply, the better your chances are of winning a scholarship. You will start to apply and the ones that you're getting, you will start to to figure out how, you know, hey, this, this is what they were looking for. This is what helped me. It can sort of give you uh, like some self-critique on how you can approach your next scholarships. So don't give up. Keep trying. You will get the scholarship money that you need. You just have to keep going after it. You can you can really see just through these simple tips, you can really see that there's so much money out there uh, to take advantage of and you can go to college debt free. It's very possible. But here's the thing. Most people, these this is just, you know, I, this is what I've seen. Uh, this is what a lot of others are, are, are probably can say they have seen as well. But most people avoid scholarships with essays. That, that's hands down. Most people don't want to write essays. They're too lazy to write essays. So. Tell yourself that you are going to specifically apply for uh, for scholarships with essays. Let's apply for for scholarships with essays, so that increases your chances of winning those. Right? Many are going to give up. So tell yourself you're going to continue to apply to one scholarship a week, or you know some other timeline to stick to. Just pick it and go with it. Maybe you're going to apply to one you know one a month or ten a month or whatever. I don't know. Pick a pick a a, a structure and go with it. But tell yourself you're going to continue to apply for XYZ number of scholarships, XYZ timeline. Many will only apply for big fish. Many are only going to go fishing for that trophy fish. You've got to tell yourself small wins. I need a lot of small wins. There's less competition than the big ones. I've got to get the small fish. If I can get a ton of small fish, it'll all be just as much as or more than that big fish. And I wanted to tell you that you can do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. I know you can. You've got to stick to all these basic principles that I went over uh, because the money's there. The money's out there and it's there for you to take it. But you got to go after it. You have to get to it. Remember, when you feel like you're putting so much time into this and you may even get denied a lot, that it's in, you may start to feel it's not worth it. But remember, graduating in debt will be much worse and it will plague you with five to 20 years of student loan debt after you graduate, right? So if you look on the screen, you can see uh, student loan repayment timelines for the 2021 graduates from associates all the way to professional and doctoral degrees. Um, like I said, the average timeline that people pay these back is five to 20 years, right? That they're, they're paying for these things. So if you want to graduate 
and you want to be ready to start your life the same way that you've always dreamed of starting your life, going to school debt-free is very important. You do not want to plague yourself with this many years of a payment where you're paying it every month for something that you could have gone to for free. Like I'm telling you, you could have gone to it for free. You did not need student loans. You do not need student loans. This is how much extra money you pay in interest in student loans if you wait the five-year mark. $28,000 loan with a 5% interest rate, this person will pay $528 a month for five years and pay it off at with an interest amount that they threw away $3,700. And you can see for those people that are waiting 20 years, they're, they're paying these off in 20 years, that same $28,000 loan is costing them $16,000 in interest alone. So that $28,000 degree that they got cost them $44,000. That's very important. That's very important to understand the value of your money and how these same people could easily have put forth a tad bit more effort to apply for these scholarships, work to go to school, go back and watch uh, part two of this episode uh, and, and part one of this episode too, as well to get, to get more information on the 529, but, but really focusing on how they could have better prepared themselves to where they wouldn't have spent an extra $16,000 for the same degree, right? So I hope you walked away uh, with a better understanding of where you can apply to scholarships and how you can be successful doing it. I uh, truly appreciate everyone tuning in. So don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this information. I really want this series to get out. I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate about the fact that it is possible to go to school debt-free. Many people are doing it. It's not this like rare thing where, you know, like, like, you have to get student loans. Um, I just, I just, I think that people are totally uneducated on and, and and on how it's possible and the different things that they can do to do it. I think we 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 cop out to get student loans a little too often, uh, and I want to push everyone to show them how they can do it, how they can get through college without student loans. As always, if you are in need of a financial coach uh, to get your finances on track, go to thefinancialmirror.org and fill out the contact form. I will be in contact with you or your loved one or whoever it is that, that, that you are filling this out, um, and I'll put you and help you get on the path to financial freedom. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, thank you. Absolutely thank you. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment. All of those truly go a long way in getting this message out to get more people um, the information that they need to go to school debt-free. Till next week, continue improving the one thing that you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.